You are now listening to Pet Your Ash with Cornelius and McGee. Bet your ash. That's Cornelius. He is in Denver, Colorado, on the studio level of Capital Cigars. 919 East Colfax Ave, Denver, Colorado, the finest cigar lounge on the planet. And I am McGee. I am in uh, the Redlands Agriculture area in Miami. This will be the last last time with the crappy internet. Big things, big things changing. Big things changing <laughs> after the weekends. Yeah. Big changes for the 23, the Jordan year. There you go. Um, we always start this podcast. I almost called it this fine podcast, but it's really not that good. But <laughs> <laughs> we always start this podcast in the same place. What are you smoking today, my friend? Today I am smoking a Sin Compromiso. Sin Compromiso. Now, this is uh, a cigar that's been blended by Steve Saka. And if people don't know who Steve Saka is, um, you might not have heard of him, but you have heard of Drew Estate, Acid Cigars, Dunbarton Cigars, Liga Pravadas, Trust Cigars, all of those cigars. Well, um, Sobremisa, Moestro, um, De Saka. These are all cigars blended by Steve Saka. So this is a cigar that goes back to, I think, like 2018. And if you look on any list, you'll see this cigar towards the top 10 of that list, but, um, they, uh, blend this cigar with a Ecuadorian binder, Nicaraguan, uh, long fill. Uh, it has a San Andreas Maduro wrapper and it just has like, uh, I just lit it right before I started the intro and it is, it immediately hits with a little bit of sweetness, coffee, uh, like chocolate brownie type taste, but it's, it's, it's really, really good. Um, and I'll be interested to see how it smokes. Um, I, I see you on a two dimensional screen, but that cigar looks enormous. And what mm-hmm. size is that? So it could just be like the angle of the camera is what I'm, is why I, I said, I see you on a two dimensional screen. What mm-hmm. size is that? Well, this particular cigar it comes in, you know, I am going to look at the wrapper. Oh look at that. Says... We're doing research. <laughs> we do research on this pod. There Maybe we, we are fine after all. So this is a 7 by 56 box press. Okay. Okay. It okay. also comes in a 6 by 52, comes in a Toro 6 by 54, and a Corona 5 by 6. By forty six, yeah, you're you're you'll always grab the biggest size. Yeah, well, not always. I I, I no. probably would have preferred like a Toro, um, six by yeah. fifty four, but this is the one I got my hands on. So I'm like, cool. I'll smoke yeah, it. Might as well smoke yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's seen con permiso. Sure, 
<laughs> it's like without or with permission without with I, like i don't know whatever my spanish isn't very good uh, it might mean with or without your permission it might be loosely translated to with or without permission gotcha but i don't know if that's the case regardless it, is, it, it, it sounds great yes s-i-n and then it's c-o-m-p-r-o-m-i-s-o it's like compromise i don't know what sonpriso is i don't know what that second word is seen is without but um, whatever. It's, not com- this podcast. Yeah. Not compriso, but compromiso. Compromiso. Without compromise. It must okay. be without compromise. Yeah. 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 Whatever. Yeah. This this podcast is not about how bad my Spanish is. It is without cigars. <laughs> or, the abs- <laughs> or the absence of mine completely. <laughs> See? <laughs> oh man we are the worst considering how many how much we we bring up words in spanish because yeah. we talk about cigars like we're pretty bad if that, if that's okay we're pretty bad about gambling too and we keep doing that so. yeah 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 uh so we were we were like like almost every game we talked about last week we were spot on Except one of the ones we picked in the play. You know what I mean? Like, we uh, here. Let me pull it up and make sure I'm I'm telling the truth here. But we had uh, we went with a, a two pick parlay, thinking this will give us a good chance. You know, mm-hmm. this will get us back in the conversation. We went with the Lions minus mm-hmm. two and a half, and yeah. they shit the bed. Oh. We we even talked about it. Like, man, they've been on a roll. Let's hop on the, this roll. Let's hop on this. They're, they're scoring all these points. And then as soon as we hopped on, they stopped scoring points. So it's probably our fault. <laughs> um, we also had the Bengals, which was a good pick because the Bengals also have been on a roll. They have just been crushing the spread all season mm-hmm. long. Um, but we are uh, – it's not about what we did last week. It's about what we're going to do this week. Right? Right. We're down – I believe we're down three points. Eight. Jeez, that's bad. Is that right? Yeah, I think we are down three point eight x. So we're gonna have to do. We are. We're gonna have to. Well, really, if we just get one, you know, one good parlay, we're even. You know, we're in. We're in the back. If we get a pick three, you know, we're we're up a bunch. You know, Mm -hmm. so um, when we got two shots at it, we got this week and next week. But you know, this Mm -hmm. is what we've learned here. What we learned this season and this exercise of doing parlays and trying to put together a parlay every weekend parlays are really hard mm-hmm. that's true yeah. it's hard to be right once it's even harder to be right more than once it's true yeah. uh well let's start with the first name and with the first game and get it started so the thursday game is going to be the cowboys and the titans the cowboys and the titans now uh Tannehill is not under center he is not gonna be playing uh, from everything I've read, and well. for that reason, uh, even though they're playing in Nissan Stadium uh, in Tennessee, Dallas Cowboys minus thirteen and a half. That's a really big spread for a road team. Huge, uh, especially the fact that the Cowboys didn't look great last week. Mm-hmm. Um. I would say that if you're going to bet this game, you're probably supposed to take all those points because that's a lot of points from the whole But, you know, it's Malik Willis. 
situation. Both of these teams, yeah, both of these teams have everything up in the air. Like they're they're yeah. both playing for the division right now. They're both tied yeah. for the division lead yeah. with two games left in the season. Yeah, situational football for sure. I mean, well, the Cowboys are not tied. They're eleven and four, and the Eagles are thirteen and two. But the oh. Tennessee Titans are tied with the Jaguars, and they're both seven and eight. So that's right. That's to, what I was thinking. Of yeah, yeah. To to support the, you know, the narrative that I don't think T- Tennessee is just going to show up and lay an egg. You know, I mean, they're gonna. You're gonna see Derrick Henry 2.0. That's what I think. They just have so many injuries, especially on the offensive line, yeah, and then obviously yeah, yeah. with Tannehill. So mm-hmm. it's tough when the defense of Dallas Cowboys. They know. They know it's going to be Derrick Henry. Now, that doesn't mm-hmm. mean they can stop Derrick Henry, but mm-hmm. they know it's going to be Derrick Henry, so they're going to at least slow him down. Mm-hmm. And that's what's happened all, all this year. That's why they didn't run away with the division. Um, and it's really just been because of injuries surrounding them. Right, right. Who, um, who, so who, I don't who, like this. I don't like this, but I, I think you're – I think – Picking the Titans plus those, it's just a ton of points. Yeah, you know should, they lose by nine, and yeah. you know what I mean. Like <laughs> you win. <laughs> I should know who their receivers are. I don't even know who their receivers are. Nobody. Uh, Homie went to what's his name? AJ Brown went to Philly, and they never really, they don't really mm-hmm. have like a like a big standout. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. They well, did draft a dude last year whose name escapes me. Who's pretty good, man. Who's pretty good. But when, you know, you're only throwing the ball a few times a game. Yeah, and running the rest. Well, there's that. Uh, The next one is the Cardinals and the Falcons. Cardinals and the Falcons. Uh, This game has no bearing on anything, right? Like, both of these teams are out. It benefits both organizations to lose. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, it's, it's, it's tough to, like, even think about trying to pick a winner here when, you know, it's not in anybody's benefit to win. Mm-hmm. I would expect the Falcons to, you know, handle their business because the Cardinals are on like their fourth quarterback or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is interesting from this game is that JJ Watt has announced that he's retiring. Mm. Um, that's, uh, that's something I don't believe. <laughs> like, I think he'll play, you know, he'll do like what Dominican Sue did this year and just like mm-hmm. sign late in the season with a contender next mm-hmm. year. You know, uh, yeah. I just think he wants out of that shit show that is the Cardinals. <laughs> right, right. Anyhow, back at the ranch <laughs> to a game that does mean something to both teams. Uh, we have the. Dolphins and the Patriots. Dolphins and the Patriots on Sunday. Um, the uh, Dolphins, uh, they, they've been in a bit of a struggle. They've, uh, you know, sunken back in the, yeah. in you know, uh, they were actually competing with the Bills for the division for a while, oh, but I think they've lost, what, like the last three or so? Something games? like that. Yeah. And two is out. And two is likely out for for maybe the rest of the regular season, right? Like you, you can't keep having you can't keep having concussions. You play yeah. football, yeah. Um, but that means Teddy Bridgewater is starting. 
And I've always been, uh, I've always, you know, had a soft spot in my heart. I've always had a little soft spot for Teddy B. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's interesting. The, the the Patriots have been finding ways to blow it lately. Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, is not something you expect out of a Belichick team. Right. I mean, we can always bring up the lingering lateral, but we'll go back there. Um but, and then uh, last week was some weird happened too, dude. Like there's yeah. just regardless. Sometimes that's uh you know a trend becomes a pattern or whatever. A pattern mm-hmm. becomes a trend. I don't know how that phrase works, but ultimately you start you start losing, you know what I mean? It becomes you, you know, you, you keep losing. Both yeah. teams, both of these teams are heading in the wrong direction, heading towards the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking maybe Teddy Bridgewater gives him a little boost for the Dolphins because at least they know he's healthy and he's he's better than what the Patriots are trotting out right now. I think so. Um, yeah, I mean, I kind of like the Dolphins here. I think this is one of the games that I feel stronger about this weekend because I don't know. I, again, maybe I'm biased because I'm just a Teddy Bridgewater fan. Well. When the game is marginal, when I say marginal, I'm talking about, uh, you know, this is a minus three spread. And if Belichick is in there, I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, I kind of like it's New England minus three. Uh, They'll be playing in uh, Gillette Stadium. So, you know, yeah, I kind of feel that they have a slight advantage there. And I say slight because you still have, two of the fastest people in the league running around the secondary, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. so it, it, that's a, that's a formula for anything, you know? Um, uh, now Tua, I like, you know, I like that, but Teddy Bridgewater, he's very conservative. You know what I mean? Very, very conservative. So yeah, there's a lot of checkdowns, but I mean, if you think back to Tyreek Hill, like one of his strengths is the, is getting the short pass and turning it into 70 yards, you know, mm-hmm. or 30 yards or 40 yards, just the yards after catch. So I just don't think that we're going to see at least, I mean, maybe we see less waddle, but I don't mm-hmm. think, I still think hell is going to be a factor. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. You're less confident game. than I am. And this, no, I, it's I, not that I, I'm less. I admit my bias. I admit my bias. All right. I like Teddy Bridge. Yeah. So yeah. I maybe mean, it's not the right move. I mean, you know, um, the, the the truth of the matter is the Dolphins have not clinched anything. Um, the Patriots are right behind him trying to, uh, you know, get in, you know, I mean, they're yeah. trying to, they're, they're trying to get in as well. So um, for that matter, the Jets too, I thought the Jets were eliminated, but they're not. Um, they have somehow they're still alive. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they can still get in too. So, I mean, that's just a crap shoot. And whenever you look at crap shoots, sometimes you end up with crap, you know, <laughs> basic <laughs> denominator, you know, it's just like, well, that, that was crap. Well, what do you expect? You got two teams scratching and scraping to try to, you know, make it happen, you know? So, yeah. so there's that, but All uh, right, let's keep looking. Let's keep looking. What else you got now? This is a game that I do like, um, the Saints and the Eagles, and they'll be playing in Philadelphia, and Philadelphia, uh, the Eagles are minus six and a half. Yeah, the Eagles have yet to clinch the division. They need to win this weekend to clinch the division. 
They mm-hmm. are already in the playoffs. You got Gardner Minshew at quarterback mm-hmm. for the Eagles still. I imagine Jalen Hurts will be back in the playoffs. There's no reason to bring him back before then. Mm-hmm. Um, Saints playing for nothing, right? Just mm-hmm. pride, which mm-hmm. everybody has, I, I would assume. Well, hold on a second, because the Saints are actually – Are the they Saints. still in the mix for the playoffs? Yeah, the oh, Saints. Yeah. <laughs> the NFC South is so bad. They yeah. win the division. <laughs> the, the Saints are 6-9, and nine, the Panthers are 6-9, and nine, and the Bucks are 7-8. and eight. <laughs> So, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, they're, they're, playing for, they're playing for the lottery of playoffs. And fortunately, it's gonna go bad. I know it's gonna go bad. But it worked. How is it? It it worked out like I said it was. It worked out where I said last week. I says okay, you know, look at the uh, uh, parlay wouldn't have won though. The Falcons Falcons, Yeah, the Falcons did lose, but the Falcons, yeah, the Saints, (laughs) the Panthers. Uh, and then when I got to the Bucks, I was like, I forgot who they play. I think I forgot who they play, but oh. I was like, when the Bucks, when when it came down to the Bucks, and they were playing the Cardinals, I was like, even though it was a nineteen sixteen game, um, <laughs> I was like, uh, I was like, now they have just as good of a chance to win last week than any of the teams in that division, mm-hmm. and it worked out that way, you know, it did. So. This is like it's taking me back to like the painful experience of being a Bucks fan yesteryear. You know, it used to be it used to be really tough, and it's this has been really painful. And somehow they're still leading the division, and somehow I still don't think they're going to get in the playoffs. Like this is just really crazy. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But Saints and the Saints and Eagles. Pretty sure the Eagles close it out here. Do they mm-hmm. win by a touchdown? They're at home. It's going to be cold, right? The Saints are going mm-hmm. to get, oh, it's supposed to be a little bit better. This mm-hmm. uh, it's not going to be inside is what it isn't going to be. So I, I I can't imagine. We get to the point in the year where it's harder for the Saints to travel right? because they're used to playing indoors in, in, in New Orleans, you know? Mm-hmm. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden, they're outdoors in Philly. So I'm going to use the weather as my decider, exciting thing here, and kind of go, go Eagles to cover that. Gardner Minshew may be handling his business, mm-hmm. but I don't know if we want to have it in the parlay or not. What do you think? Uh, I feel more comfortable with that than the uh, Dolphins Patriots. Okay, I'll buy that. We, we, we can we can definitely not go with the Dolphins Patriots. Uh, and then let's 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 you know let's consider this one as we move forward. But I wouldn't okay. be I wouldn't be against having the Eagles in the convo. Okay. All right. Well, next we have the Colts and the Giants, the Colts and the Giants, and uh, they'll be playing in New York and uh, the Giants are favored minus five and a half. You can get them six in some places. Can the Giants still make the playoffs? Yes. Somehow, right? Mm -hmm. The Giants can. can. The Colts are definitely eliminated. Yeah, they're definitely down. So, uh, I mean, just the motivation factor. You would think the, you would think the Giants are going to come to play this weekend, right? And the Colts mm-hmm. aren't. Yeah. At the same time, I, I haven't thought very highly of the Giants all season. All right. I think the Giants are actually in the playoffs. I think at the moment. Wow. 
Um, they're eight. They have six, that run early. Yeah, they're eight, six, and one. So amazing. Uh, you look at those second tier, second tier teams. Of course, you have you know uh, you know the teams that are leading the division. But when you drop outside of there, especially in the NFC. Um, you have the Cowboys at eleven and four, the Giants at eight and six, and then every other team are are like seven and eight. So wow. they're they're in the playoffs. It's That's like, wild. Yeah, yeah, they're in the playoffs. Uh, I imagine that you know the Colts. I, the Colts have been a mess, man. The Colts yeah. is a mess. They have a guy who's never coached before as their interim coach. They mm-hmm. have you know um, they're on. I don't even know who's playing quarterback. It's not Matt Ryan. Yeah. Right. No, um, no. Uh-huh. Who knows what's going to happen next year? Who knows who's the coach there next year? I wonder if Sean Payton is such Jim Irsay. That'd be interesting. Uh, but ultimately, like I kind of, I kind of expect, I expect the Giants to to win and cover. Uh, but I, I, there's there's a little bit of fear that the Colts just want to go in there and upset them. You know what I mean? And, get, mm-hmm. and like, hey, let's knock them off. And maybe the Giants are a little susceptible to that, but. I kind of, I kind of expect the Giants to handle their business. What do you think? I think so as well. I mean, even if the Colts wanted to, you still got to be able to do it. And <laughs> and I just don't, you know. I mean, the Giants are. I mean, yeah, they they. I mean, who doesn't have you know? There's only a few handful of teams that don't have any questions at quarterback, but uh, in the league, you know, from you know from week to week, yeah, or, you know. Uh, so, I feel like that new head coach kind of makes up for a lot of the mm-hmm. a lot of the weaknesses of the team, you know. Yep, Day ball. Yeah. yeah. So I yeah I think they I think they um, win and cover. I do. Yeah. yeah. So right now I right now I like the Eagles and the Giants. Mm-hmm. So let's see let's see what else we find. All right. Next we have the Panthers and the Bucks. They'll be playing in. Tampa Bay, right. and uh, the Bucks are favorite minus three. I have minus zero three. faith in the Buccaneers here. And you know, uh, because I mean, think about this: they played the Cardinals last week, and I'm not really sure what they were favored in that, but they won by three points. So they you didn't. Know, it's just I have zero faith in the Buccaneers right now. Um, I also don't want to. I mean, I'm not going to bet on the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Because I'm emotionally invested, but if I was, if I wasn't, like if I was completely neutral here, I would, mm-hmm. I would be considering the Panthers. Right, right. I mean, that's something that Panthers are. That's a. I feel like that's a better job than the Colts. If uh, if if uh, Sean Payton was to go to Carolina, right, right. I just feel like that defense is pretty good. That offensive line is pretty good. They got some weapons. It's really just about finding the right quarterback, you know. Yeah. And maybe it's—I uh, don't think it's Sam Darnold. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do. I think the Bucks should win. Yes, they should. Even in a—I uh, mean, okay. So Julio Jones is—is is he playing? Is he not playing? I—I I, I think he's injured again. Okay, so the guy's old. You go right back to the regular. I mean, you don't have Gronkowski, but you do have Evans and um, name starts with a G. Got not Gallo. Godwin. 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 Yeah, Godwin. So I mean, 
you know, at some point and they, and, uh, uh, the running back, they still have their running back. So, but there's yeah. a lot of injuries and this is, you know, people, they the keep offensive line. People a lot keep, like the Titans. They've had some offensive line injuries. That have yeah. I, I think there's only one person that from two years ago, the Super Bowl, that is still on that offensive line. I think I was uh, looking at that, that there's only one person that's, that's still there so it's not the same team and right. people's uh, you know their expectations are still there and it's like it's not the same team you know so uh you know your expectations have to be adjusted just a little it's bit not the same tom brady either no 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 so all right. Uh, what else we got? Next, we got the Broncos and the Chiefs. The Broncos and the Chiefs. It's the second largest spread of the of the week. Uh, the Chiefs by 12 and a half. Well, the Chiefs are going to win by 29. <laughs> well, I mean, there hasn't been any. So they got rid of Hackett, right? Um, I don't think. I, I, I mean, oh, my gosh. That was just not a good thing. Okay, I mean, after week three, there was some major, major. They should have told Hackett to put down the playbook and coach and uh, hand it off to the offensive coordinator or to someone else to, you know, call plays. And it was obvious out of the gate that he was a little over his head uh, in head doing the head coach uh, thing along with calling offensive plays and yeah, you know, I mean, I'm sure somewhere that there's some old head coach that uh, who's the guy from uh, uh, the, 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 the Pittsburgh. Um, I mean, yeah. Pins, uh, Steelers. No. Yeah, he's he's a he's a commentator. Oh, Bill Cower. Yeah, like somebody like Bill Cower or somebody that's, you know, not necessarily in um in, you know, uh, coaching with anyone that would probably say, "Hey, every year I'm going to do a one week or two week seminar on coaching NFL 101. And I don't care if you were an assistant coach behind someone. <laughs> I don't care if you were an offensive coordinator behind someone that, hey, you know what? This isn't going to be what I know, what you know. It's just going to be the basics. Okay. Just things that you do as a head coach that you just don't do. Um, I think every coach should have like a situ situational management assistant who's yeah. just like job it is to like know how many timeouts there are. Mm -hmm. No, like, like, like have this a whole planned out. Like, oh, we have X number of seconds left. That means we have to call a timeout in order to go for, you know, a field goal or whatever it is. Like, I think that coaches get a little, you know, uh, wrapped up in the emotion and make a lot of dumb mistakes sometimes. Maybe exactly. just have an intern, some sort of nerd that just follows him around and be like, hey, you got to do this now. Yeah, 
exactly. Um, um, listen, I'm not. I, I know it's a really big number, but I think we should. I think we should be on the Chiefs here. I have a feeling like the Chiefs are going to enjoy doing this to the Broncos. They're going to enjoy stepping on their necks while they're down. Yeah, this is an old, old rivalry, and they play all the time. You know, mm-hmm. twice a year, and I just feel like the Chiefs are going to go out there and really enjoy winning by you know. Right, four right. touchdowns. Right, right, right. You know, I, I heard I heard a, a phrase that I think you hear it you hear it so often, and it just doesn't ring right. You, you you're like you know, and 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 so this week I actually said, "What in the heck is an NFL passing coordinator?" And not an offensive coordinator, a passing coordinator so i think some some uh some offensive staffs have Mm -hmm. uh an assistant sort of in charge of the run game and who works a lot closer with the offensive line Mm -hmm. and the runner and the running backs and then an offensive assistant who's more in charge of the passing game and works with the quarterbacks coach and the quarterback right who yep? Who works with aggressive passing, you know, whatever and stuff, you know, passing yeah. routes and stuff like that, you know. And I'm just saying to myself, like, I I didn't hear anything about that on the Broncos. Like, who's the passing coordinator? You know, like who from day one who was responsible for saying, okay, um, we lost our uh, Devonte Williams. This is what we're going to do. Oh, uh, we're not getting Judy open. Uh, so this is how we're going to do it inside of the offense. That's already there. These are the things we're going to do. This is how we're going to be aggressive by not being aggressive. You know, all of those different things within Hackett being the, um, head coach slash coordinator. But, you know, once again, that is what you might call a, Basket full of spilt potatoes because he is gone. So I agree with Did you. Did you just combine a couple of different metaphors into one thing? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You know, but, you know, I don't want to get too overly blown because I feel like I spent $4.6 billion for the Broncos. So I'm going to take a break. All right. Let's take a break here and I'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, and we'll pick up on the second half. Yeah, yes, it is. <laughs> All right. We'll talk in a minute. All right. Hi, guys. This is Timmy Nebraska with the, with the Nebraska Hour. And if you or anybody you know has a gambling problem, you can call 1-800-522-4700 or 1-800-GAMBLER. Or if you're in Indiana, you can call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. If you don't have a gambling problem, let's make some money. We are back. I don't know if we're halfway through or not, but... Um, mm-hmm. Wherever we are in the process, let's keep rolling. All righty. Well, next we have the Chicago Bears and the Detroit Lions. The Chicago Bears and the Detroit Lions. And Detroit, minus six. Hmm. Well, the question is, the question is, does does that Detroit we saw prior to last week, that was having this great offensive output ever since, uh, you know, let's just say the second half of the season, um, does that is there a return to that, or is last week indicative of you know what they you know truly are? Um, I guess ultimately one of the best things if you want to like bounce back offensively, one of the best things that can happen is you can play the Bears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, I, um, I, uh, you know, I question that. I mean, you know, teams, they go on runs, things like that. I mean, the Bears have always played, it's interdivision division rivalry, you know. I think Fields will be playing, so, um, you know, I, I think um, – Neither of these teams are going to the playoffs, correct? Well, the the um, Lions they're one of those they're one of those seven and eight teams. So, wow. you know, like I was saying, they you know, like I said, you know, in the NFC. There's the Eagles 13 and two. There's the Cowboys 11 and four. And then there's the Giants that are eight and six. Now you have uh, the 49ers, which are 11 and four, Vikings 12 and three. Well, the NFC is a little bit different than the AFC, the way it's shaping up. So you have the division leaders, but as far as the wild cards, you have. Once they added that extra wild card spot a couple of years ago, like it really changed things. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. The, the Giants, the Giants are eight and six, but every other uh, person is seven and you. eight. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you: You've been a Bears fan since you can remember, correct? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, you know this team way better than I do. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, way better than a lot of people, I suspect. How much? How motivated are the Bears to go out and ruin the playoff a playoff appearance for the Lions? Mm-hmm. Well. I mean, they're three and twelve, okay. And as far as the NFC is concerned, they are at the bottom of the list. As far as the AFC is concerned, they're only second to the Texans. So they're looking at a top what top three pick. Um, so it's not really anything to do with draft position so when you move that out of the equation yeah i think that they want to go there and punch them dead in the face <laughs> right this is their super bowl <laughs> yeah exactly it, you know? exactly i like that i like the bears i like the bears to knock them out knock them mm-hmm. out of the playoffs i think there's a lot to that motivation you know um uh, 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 a variable at mm-hmm. this point in the season and i think maybe they it probably smell a little blood after watching the tape from last week when the when the Lions got lit up, and right. maybe they're like, "Oh, we can do that too. Let's go knock them out of the playoffs." I don't know. I think it's cool. Yeah. I, I'm 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 willing to consider putting the Bears in the conversation. Yeah. So they are. They are. Uh, um. It does make a difference if they play in Chicago or Detroit. Either one, and we're talking winter type you know, um, weather. So I just think it's going to be a, a grind out game. Detroit, I, plays, Detroit plays inside. Oh, that is true. Sorry. So it does make a difference because they'll be playing in Detroit, but I wonder if Kay, I wonder if golf would have blocked that trade to Detroit. If they played outside, he seems mm-hmm. like an indoor quarterback kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they, um, Minus six is a lot of points, I think. Minus six is a lot of points, man. I like so, the Bears here. I like the Bears yeah. here. Maybe they keep it, just keep it close, but maybe they win. Yeah, yeah. I like the Bears here. 
All right, what else we got? Next, we got the Browns and the Commanders. Browns and the Commanders. Now, the uh, Commanders are favored by minus two and a half. Uh, When you look at the overall um, shape up of things, I think the Commanders are in right now at seven, seven, and one. I think they're in one of those wild card spots, right? Um, They definitely have something to play for. The Browns are six and nine. Um, Rumor has it the commanders are starting Carson Wentz. No. Heineke threw some really bad, bad interceptions. And they put Carson Wentz in late in the game last week. And I think he's starting this week. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. In that case, give me the Browns. <laughs> I just don't know, man. Like what? You already Yeah, okay, it's like they scratched and clawed to get from their bad start they had this year. They scratched and clawed to get to where they are. Now, I understand you put the best man in uh to win that day, but Oh man! I mean, we're not seeing practice. Like maybe there's something like Carson Wentz. Oh, now that he's healthy, he's looking great. You know, uh, yeah, and yeah, putting the ball on a dime or something. I don't know, some cliche. But um, I, I you know, I, it, it seems like a wild decision to me. And then on the flip side, the Browns like Deshaun Watson looks like shit. He hasn't played in forever, so of course mm-hmm. he looks like shit. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, you know, uh, let's I'm, let's not pick this game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What else you got? What else we got? Next, next we have the Jaguars and the Texans. The Jags and the Texans. The Jags by minus four. They'll be playing in Houston, and I I I love this. I mean, I I, you know I I kind of find myself rooting for the Jaguars in that division. Really, I do. Um, But that's because you don't have a ticket on the fucking Titans to win the division. Like I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that. There's that. There's that. Yeah, there's that. But I mean, they've just been through such some real crap, you know. And yeah, I just Urban Meyer. They had Urban, Urban Meyer. Yeah. They had Urban Meyer. You're right. Mm-hmm. That, that, you're right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> and, um, uh, this is the same situation as the Bears, I think. Like that the weird shit always happens in this division. Remember last year mm-hmm. when the Jaguars were the worst and all of a sudden they just dominated the Colts and ruined the Colts running into the playoffs and all exactly. that tickets exactly. on the Colts uh, and Carson Wentz's time there, all of it ended, you know, right there. Yeah. Um, weird shit happens, dude. You know, the Texans, watch the Texans somehow go out, mm-hmm. go out there and keep, you know, keep it close or maybe even, you know, pull off the upset. Just like mm-hmm. we talked about the Bears, there's a desire to take your rival or take your one of your division rivals out of the, and knock them out of the playoffs, you know? Mm-hmm. And the Texans have really attempted to do just that in the last place in the entire league is they've played some teams tremendously tough, if not winning going into the final final moments of the game. So they're doing better against the spread than they are in their yeah, record, you know? Exactly. <laughs> in their record shows, right? Um so I mean I like the Jags here, but we're talking Jags and Texans. Uh, I could easily. I kind say, of like the Texans here. <laughs> the, really? Wow. wow. <laughs> well, to beat the spread, to beat the spread. Man, I don't. I I don't think minus four is that. I mean, the, at home. 
I've oh. seen, I mean, I've seen, you know, the Jags put up big numbers. So I could just see that happening, but I got you. I got you. But what are, what are, what are our other options? What else we got? Next, we have the 49ers and the Raiders. Wow. 49ers by nine and a half. David Carr is never going to be their quarterback again. What what do you mean? He's they he's left the team. He's not even on he's not even in practice or anything. What? Yeah, they benched David Carr and then it came out that David Carr was gonna not, you know, be around for the team for the rest of the season. Wow. So he might be the quarterback in Indianapolis next year. No, I don't. I think Indy's going to go a different route. I don't think they're going to. <laughs> I think they're going to go a different route. They're like, yeah, we we we're tired of being a retirement home for for uh, quarterbacks. No, the Bucks are going to do that. We're going to go get bigger Mayfield or Garoppolo. <laughs> um. 49ers are a really good football team, right? Yes. But they're already in, right? Don't they already have uh, – uh, maybe they're, they're, maybe there's a home field advantage situation that's up for grabs, probably. Um, it's a weird rivalry, but the Raiders aren't playing – you know, they, they used to be neighbors. Um, the Raiders aren't, aren't playing car. I don't know what this – I don't know what's going to happen. Plus, that – I, the quarterback for the 49ers is a rookie. And let's not forget that he was mystery relevant in the draft. Just right. mm-hmm. Well, you, you had said about the 49ers making the playoffs. Yes, they have they have clinched the NFC West. So they've clinched the division. Now, do you see them coasting the last two games? No, I don't see that. I don't see that at all. I mean, there's, there's no reason to. I mean, they've got the um they've got the Raiders and the Cardinals. That's their last two games. Yeah, those are two more wins, man. Easy yeah. wins. So why not just, you know, why not just put the pedal to the metal? Like you said, uh they end up thirteen and four. Um and perhaps, you know, they get like I said, home field advantage in certain scenarios. But they're never, I mean, it looks like the, I, you know, at best they get the third seed, right? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, 10 points is a big spread. It's in Las Vegas. There's going to be so many 49ers fans there. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. There's going to be so many 49ers fans there. Uh, yeah, they probably cover, but there's no way I'm betting this. I think the Raiders are okay with losing these last two games and getting a draft pick and being, you know, getting a higher draft pick and et cetera. They're clearly uh, rebuilding. Absolutely. I mean, I don't see – I mean, there's one thing to bench your quarterback if you have a rookie on the the, uh, bench that you need to see what they're – you know, what they can do. Yeah. I don't even know who they have on. I don't even know who their backup quarterback is. I haven't heard. I haven't heard anything about like a rookie backup quarterback that they want to switch over to. Right. And the fact that Uh, I mean, I I could see, I could see. I mean, can you imagine how that conversation went? I mean, so they're six and nine. And like I said, they're probably, probably out of, yeah, they're probably out of 
uh, playoff uh, contention. So, oh, they got Jared Stidham. Oh, who used to play for uh, Georgia or Auburn or whatever. Auburn. Right. He played this past week, so I should have. Okay, tried. that's right. That's right. I completely forgot he was on their team. He sucked in college, and he sucks in the pro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's... Like that's not going to be the guy. So exactly. they're obviously. I wonder if they're going to have Baker Mayfield or, or Jimmy Garoppolo or one of those yeah. guys next year. Did I mean? Did they basically say, "Sit down"? <laughs> I don't know. And, I don't know the word. I, I don't know, and, but they, and, it, it's clear it's not going to be David Carr moving forward. Yeah, yeah. I like. It. And by the way, stand back up, get your stuff, and there's no need for you to even. You know, you're not. Yeah. You know, well, I, I mean, because. Hey, man. I mean, if he wants to bring a big old chip on his shoulder on down to Tampa, I wouldn't be against that. David Carr, really? I mean, if he's pissed off, I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, yeah. I just, uh, yeah. Someone's got to play quarterback. Tom Brady, whatever. This game, I, I, we're not putting this in the parlay. No, no. Okay, cool. What else you got? Uh, Next, we got the Jets and the Seahawks. Jets and the Seahawks. Jets minus two. Uh, who is there? So it's not. It's definitely not going to be. What's his name? The 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 mom's friend banger. Um, Zach mm-hmm. Wilson. It's going to be. It's going to be Mike White, I believe, playing quarterback. Believe that so. Jets defense is good, dude. I think the Jets yeah. probably cover that spread. Um, I mean, it's it's the, the Seattle's kind of. Regressed to the mean the last few weeks, so they've been right. losing games, you know. Right. And that's well, Seattle that too, was, for that matter. Yeah, yeah. The fact that this game is in Seattle is um, is the only thing I'm hesitant about, you know. But I, right. I like my, I like the Jets here. Mm-hmm. So Mike White this week? I think so. I think mm-hmm. Zach Wilson's uh, shit. His tenure as starting quarterback for the Jets might be done. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yep. he'll be in Las Vegas backing up. <laughs> <Baker Yeah. Mayfield. laughs> Definitely not one to bet on. I, I would not bet on this one. But uh, no, we can skip this one. Yeah. Sure. Uh, the next one is the Vikings and the Packers. This is going to be a good one. Minus yeah. three and a half in Green Bay. Man, this is going to be legendary. I think I I feel Green Bay on this. I know. I just feel Green Bay on this. I mean. Right? They're doing all the things at the end of the season to slide mm-hmm. into the playoffs. It feels like it. Um, I mean, you're probably Green- right. You're probably right. The Vikings have right. clinched the division for probably the first time in I don't know how many years, but uh, they've clinched the division. I could just—they already gear down on certain games. You know what I mean? They already gear down, so I can see them gearing down while. Rodgers is gearing up. I could just see it, you know, and mm. I, I could just see, uh, you know. Now, I believe there's certain other outcomes that can happen this weekend. Like if, for example, the Seahawks beat the Jets or something like that, there's something that can happen that can eliminate the Packers even before – Oh, maybe during this game. Yeah, so they, mm-hmm. like they might be out of the playoffs even if they do win. Mm-hmm. But I think you're probably right that they go out there and win this game. 
Um, and it's, it's God, it's going to be a cold game. Oh my goodness, mm-hmm. Green Bay. Oh. Um, yeah, I, I I think you're probably right. Do we want to bet on it though? Right. We've got uh, a lot of we've got a lot of picks. Let's put it in the let's put it in the conversation, and we'll come back to it. Exactly. Exactly. Let's All do right. that. All How right. many ne- more games do we have? Like three? Three, yeah. Next we got the Rams and the Chargers. Oh, Rams and Chargers. Both of these well Rams are obviously eliminated, but they're they've been actually playing with like pride the last few weeks with Baker Mayfield and Cam Akers playing really well. Uh Baker Mayfield's playing for his job. It's a weird road game for the Rams where they don't have to leave their home beds. Obviously, they're going to the same stadium, right? Rams and Chargers, they they share the, the, the home. The Chargers are like – seem like they're like tooling up for the playoffs. They're they're kind of dialing things in and like getting mm-hmm. ready for the playoffs. Uh, I wouldn't want to bet against the Chargers, but there's something like frisky about the Rams. I like – I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, they absolutely – uh, succeeded in the elimination of uh, Hackett as coach of the Broncos. They were favored minus three and lost by, uh, I can't remember, it was 50-something to 13 or something. I mean, like, that, yeah. uh, you know, that's not something that usually happens. You know what I mean? That's just not something that usually happens. No, man. They really stepped on their neck. We talked about like the, this is kind of why I like the Chiefs to do the same thing to get the Broncos because I'm not the only person who finds the Broncos uh, movement, the nation, whatever Bronco nation, to be insufferable. All right, and the Chiefs mm-hmm. and the and the Chargers have to deal with them all the time. So there's like a joy in like kicking them while they're down that I think the Chiefs are going to have this weekend too, just like the Chargers have. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. But as far as this is concerned, I mean, they're, they're neighbors. They're going to play against each other. Who knows what happens? But yeah. uh, we could probably – we have enough games we like that we can leave this one off the conversation. Yeah. Uh, next, we have the Steelers and the Ravens. Steelers and the Ravens. Um, Steelers still have a chance to make the playoffs, correct? Uh, minus two and a half on the Ravens. Um they it's a good question i think that, you know there's a there's a way they can still make it huh. i don't know man it's it's is lamar jackson playing this weekend the dolphins clinch a playoff berth with a win at the patriots and a jets loss or by tying the patriots the jets losing and the steelers <laughs> trying trying tying or losing so yeah. if the Steelers win, they're still in the conversation. There's still I mean, yes, a chance that they that's, make it. That's the thing. Yeah. We're supposed to bet on Mike Tomlin late in late in the season. You know what I mean? Like he's he's supposed to be the coach that gets it out of his guys in this yeah. situation. Mm-hmm. Is Lamar Jackson playing for the Ravens? I haven't heard a thing about that. <laughs> See, if Lamar Jackson is playing, I'm not betting against the Ravens in Baltimore, right? But yeah. if Lamar Jackson isn't playing, I like yeah. the Steelers to go win this game. Yeah. He he definitely hasn't been part of practices, so I don't think he's going to. I kind of like the Steelers here. I mean, I don't think we should put it in the parlay, but I'm going to probably bet it myself come kickoff. 
staying along. Yeah. If if that two and a half goes up to three, <laughs> mm-hmm. all right. Yeah, and Last then we're and th- and then we're gonna have probably one of the best uh, Monday night games in a while. That's gonna be the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals minus one right. on the Bills. Last um, Monday night football of the year. Mm-hmm. And the the schedule makers just nailed it, right? They like just nailed yeah. it. What a great, mm-hmm. what a great one. Um, yeah. I I don't like having Monday night involved with the parlay, so like I'm fine. Like we're probably not picking this, but um, I can't wait to watch it. It's gonna be it. It's a great standalone. It's the it's the kind of game I wish every Monday night was. You know, mm-hmm. two great teams that are playing really well. The Bengals have been playing really well gambling wise. They have been just crushing the spread this year. Um, and you figure after they went to the playoffs, like like the odds makers were accounting for that. They knew mm-hmm. the public would be betting it. They were they were pushing that the uh, the number in that direction, and still the Bengals went out and just been. I mean, it's something crazy. I think they're eleven and three or something above the spread, uh, like right. against the spread, something right. stupid. Um, you know, I guess well, let's just assume that continues. Right? Let's just yeah, uh, continues to take the Bengals. Um, but it's kind of the it's the kind of game where I I, I probably won't bet. And I kind of just want to sit back and watch, you know. Right, right, right. I kind of like the under, maybe a lot of big defensive battle. You know, cold weather. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But um, I, I I don't know about the side. Right, right. Okay. So all right. What do we like? Okay. So let me just go through this. I made notes. I made notes. We liked, let me go from the bottom up. We like the Packers minus three and a half at home against the Vikings. Okay. We like the Giants minus five and a half at home against the Colts. We like the Chicago Bears plus six in Detroit. We like the Houston Texans plus four at home against the Jaguars. Although you didn't like that so much. Yeah, was, so let's take the Texans out. I was saying let's that in the, the back Texans of my mind. I was like, I think yeah. the Jags. No, no, they're out. They're out. We like the Eagles minus six and a half at home against the Saints. Mm-hmm. Those were the big ones. Okay. Eagles, Bears, Giants, Packers. Now going for four, that's a lot. That's a big ask. Right, but we would, we would. It'd be a big win, but it'd be a big ask. It's, it's. Maybe we should take one of these off the board. Mm-hmm. So, is there one of which of these four are you least confident about? Um, I think the Giants, Packers, and Eagles. Well, well, the Packers. Uh, I I feel I feel like I kind of feel like the Bears are the one. If we're going to take them out, the Bears are the ones we should take out. Okay. But if you, I mean, I like the Giants and Eagles a lot. Hmm. Yeah, I like the Giants and Eagles too. I, I definitely think so, that that's in there. Let's do the two of them plus the Packers, or the two, the two of them plus the Bears. So which one? You you were saying? So Eagles, Giants, and Packers, and we'll go for three teams. Or Bears. Or Bears. Yeah, Packers or Bears is my question to you. Gotcha. Packers are at home. Bears are in Detroit. Correct. And, wow, 
it's it's I mean Packers and the Vikings I mean that's a head that's that's just that that, that kind of gives me just a a heads up kind of a feeling there um where as the Browns and the I mean the uh Browns the uh, Lions and the Bears the points might come in. You like getting the points? All right, so let's do the Bears, the Giants, and the Eagles. All right, I love it. Let's go. Um, let's see where we're at. If we do a unit, it'd be six to one. So that gets us well into the black going into the last week. If we get these three right, all right. Just re uh, Just just re 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 recalibrating. All right. What, so what right think? now we're we're down three point eight. On the on the season, so mm-hmm. if we are right this weekend about the Eagles minus six and a half, the Bears plus six, and the Giants minus five and a half, that'll pay off at six to one, and that'll get us into the black at two point two units, and we are golden going into the last week of the season. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, so. Um, we stumbled across a lot of tripwires as far as the, you know, playoff scenarios. So less than 30 seconds. Just want to run through really, really quick. The Tennessee Titans have absolutely nothing to play for this week because their fate depends upon week 18 results when they play Jacksonville. OK, Buffalo earns the AFC number one seed if they beat the Bengals or if the Chiefs lose. The Buffalo Week 17, um, the Bengals, they will clinch the AFC North with a a win against the Bills and a Ravens loss or tie versus the Steelers or with a tie against Buffalo and a Ravens loss. The Dolphins clinch a playoff berth with a win at the Patriots. And if the Jets lose, or by tying the Patriots and the Jets losing and the Steelers tying or losing. And lastly, the Eagles clinched the NFC East with a win versus the Saints or a Cowboys loss or tie at the Titans. They also will secure the NFC top seed and home field advantage in the playoffs with a win or by the Cowboys and 49ers both losing or tying. I forgot everything you just said already. And the Vikings, <laughs> and the Vikings, and the Vikings lose. <laughs> oh, yeah. So anyway, just to this clear week, all that up. Right. This week is really going to, we can kind of, it won't be as complicated next week. You know what I mean? Right. This week, we're yeah. going to have some people whose seasons are over this week. Um, right. Yeah. Hopefully it's none of the people we bet on. Yeah. <laughs> Unless we all bet right. them to lose. <laughs> That's true. How is uh how is this uh how is this sin compromiso? It is good. Um, yeah, I've smoked it, and I mean, I you know, I, I've been smoking the whole podcast. Uh, so you know, reasonably, not hot boxing, but reasonably, and I'm halfway through. So it's a very dense, well-packed cigar. It has all of those notes all the way through, and it just gets richer and richer. It's a great cigar. If you right. see it on the shelf, scoop one up. Nice. That's that was a that was one heck of a endorsement. That was great. That was great. That made me want to go have a cigar. In fact, I'm <laughs> gonna go have a cigar. 
Um, <laughs> all right. Um, this was great. This is, uh, we will be back next week for the last week of the regular season. Um, Bet Your Ash is available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, etc. Also at BetYourAsh.com. It is part of the Bet Your Ash podcasting network. And uh, we appreciate you listening to the pod tremendously. Um, please tell all your friends. We're on social media. Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at BetYourAshPod. And uh, if you're in Denver, go to Capital Cigars. Go hang out there. It is a great place to kick it and stay warm. All right, buddy? All right. Did I miss anything? I, I nailed it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> cool. Um, I, I, I almost, I, it's just like, it goes on autopilot. Like, it all comes <laughs> out. Yeah. All right, good stuff. Uh, I'll talk to you soon. Okay? All right. Talk to you soon.